Hi, it's Brittany. Hey, it's Megan, and you guys are listening to the second episode of True Colors. Good song choice. I love that song. So today's topic is relationships and friendships. I feel like it's a little mixture of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lot about, I think, just how past relationships in general, which I consider that friendships too, has shaped kind of not only who we are now, but who we are choosing to date now and Mm -hmm. who we're choosing to surround ourselves with. Right? Yeah, no, that's the best description that could be a fair assumption. Yeah. Um, So, first off, how was your week? Oh, it was good. I started a new job. Yay. Yay. Um, (laughs) I'm working for a law firm and we are kicking butt and taking names. We are um, fighting child abuse in America. So, super excited, super nervous, but it's all good things. Can only go uphill from here. That's fair. Yeah. Um, how was your week? It was good. Babysitting. I feel like we saw each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think we saw each other at least a good chunk of our week. Um, or we just texted all week. So it's even better. Sounds so yeah, hard. just babysitting, getting ready to get my hair done. Probably the only thing that's happy to go for me. Found out about it. Yes. So we're it's still be, tentative. Yeah. But we're still, we're going to go back eventually. Hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. As workers or guests. Yeah. We're One of the going, two. We're going back. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> going home. But. Okay. Yeah, I think start on a high note and we'll start doing our little advice time. I feel like we should start with a disclaimer with this episode, though. Yes. Um, how do I say this? I, we just we we don't want this episode to at all feel or seem angry. I no. think that was our best way we wanted to put it. We I think don't. the best. Yeah, I think that's the best way of putting it because I think we've both come to a place with any of our past relationships, friendships, any of that, we're kind of past the negative part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is more of like a how we did it yeah. and how it's look how you can do it. Yeah, and we did we did put it up to a lot of you guys, a lot of the listeners. We got a lot of your feedback just about, you know, I think one of the questions was would you do a redo button and stuff like that, and it was nice that we would say a lot of your answers were more positive than we expected. We were expecting yeah, a lot of like, you know, like Carrie Underwood, like slashing his answers. Like, it it, we were worried. But no, I, honestly, guy, we saw your guys's blown away. Mm-hmm. I think there was like a few that I just started tearing up on and I couldn't. So at the, after we're done with our little advice time, we're going to go through like one or two of them mm-hmm. and get the, I think a lot of you answered the same way. Yeah. I think majority of you were positive, like not just positive, but like the yeses and the somewhat no, but maybe yes. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get into that. And it's, it's going to, I don't think it'll shock you guys as much if, especially if you're the one that answered it, huh. you know, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, you heard me. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. We did. Um, okay. So you want to kick it off? Yeah. Okay. Um, so one of my biggest questions personally is do you think that there is one friendship that's 
stands out to you the most, like guy or girl, mm -hmm. that you have, you sometimes wish you can go backwards. Not in a negative light, but to see that friend again and be like, this is how I would do it kind of differently, but you don't. <laughs> but you don't. <laughs> um, I mean, I obviously we all think of someone the minute we hear a question like yeah, that whether they say person friend it doesn't matter like I think yes um of course I think of someone and when I think of it first of all I honestly would love for people to write in after work after this like if you how you guys feel about guys and girls just being friends that is a great question um because I'll tell you this I don't want to say I was naive to thinking that that couldn't happen, but I will say I did have a friend who we were best friends for probably 12 years. We were best friends since we were 10. We never had any romantic history. And when it came around to his girlfriend wanting him to propose to her, she told him like it was either stay friends with me or get married to her. And I'm going to be honest, when that happened, I was like 23 and I was upset about it. But now with my current situation that that happened again with, I feel like I'm not as upset about it now because I feel like the person you marry ends up being your best friend. Oh, that's totally fair. So, like, I can't be upset if a close guy friend's girlfriend was not comfortable with me being in the picture, especially with this current one I do have somewhat of a romantic history with, so I can understand that. Yeah. Um, so I definitely want to hear other people's opinion on that because... I feel like when you're younger, we're like, yeah, guys and girls can be friends. And I'm like, I just don't believe that anymore, to be honest. And really? I, think, I don't. I really I think that ultimately we all have to outgrow each other a little bit with that because your your significant other, your husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, that person is going to be who you're with all the time. And a lot of them, it's going to be rare, but a lot of them are not going to be comfortable with you being friends with someone you've had intimacy with. Oh yeah. So this is a team Megan team, Brittany kind of thing. <laughs> not in a mean way, but oh, yeah. I think I've had different experiences than you then. Cause I mean, my last relationship, he was like that. Like he did not like me being friends. It was like a set amount of friends I was allowed to have. Mm -hmm. And like one and two, one or two of them were guys. Mm -hmm. Never was intimate with any of them, but it was just more so he wanted me to be friends with those two. And so right. when I'm very close to at least two of my ex-boyfriends, mm -hmm. I still talk to two of them. And so he did not like that. But yeah. they have always been my best friends since before we even had a romantic history. So now with my current boyfriend, it's really weird because he – not that he doesn't care – but he doesn't care. Like, he mm -hmm. is very welcoming with the fact that I'm very close to one, especially one of my exes, because he knows that we just didn't work. <laughs> mm -hmm. We were just, we were better off friends. And he's still one of my closest friends. Like, I will go to the ends of the earth for this one guy. And I've always asked my boyfriend, I was like, hey, do you have a problem with me and so-and-so? being very close like we text all the time and he's like I would I would feel bad if I inputted my ways well I mean don't get me wrong like I personally would never tell someone no you can't be friends with them Fair. um but I do feel like I feel like guys can tend to actually be a little bit better about it in my experience your ex-boyfriends when they're in serious relationships mm -hmm. that's where it may become a problem if they feel like there's still a romance 
That's fair. You know, I think that's why I haven't really thought of it because neither one of them are in a relationship. So for me, I think I've kind of like teetered that line of friend, like just staying friends with them until they get in a relationship and then maybe it'll be different. But I think for my boyfriend, he sees it more as, eh, you guys are best friends. Like how I cannot be that person. Like I will be real. It sounds so bad. But this ex that I'm still always talking to, he would probably be the one person, sounds weird, but would be in my wedding. Mm-hmm. Only because he's been my best friend for, I want to say, 15 years. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't imagine him not being in my life. Yeah. But that will definitely be the next question, just because I want we both want to know is, can you be friends with guys and girls? Yeah. I wish you could say yes. I'm going to be honest. I feel like I am a lot more of a guy's girl a lot of the time because I do like watching sports, playing sports. Like, you know, I can, I just feel like there's a little less drama with it too. Um, but I would say that it is, it's hard. It, it can, I can understand girls being insecure about it. I can totally understand that. Um, and so I, I just, I don't know. I think at that point that would be me putting, this person, this, this guy that I care about first, that would be me saying like, I want you to have a a successful relationship, marriage, family, all of that. And if that means taking myself out of the equation in that sense, then I think I would, I would do that for them. And that's what I, I have done recently. So I feel like that, that's kind of a selfless act that we No, I I totally agree. We all have to go through, unfortunately. I think that's something I would have I would have to come to terms with because I'm so close to mm-hmm. my ex. I mean, yeah. but like I said, I'm also a weird case because, mm-hmm. you know, my ex has lunch with me at least once every couple months. Mm-hmm. And I don't see anything wrong. Everyone else sees something wrong with it. I see my best friend who I've known since middle school. Yeah. And like, again, like maybe that's just something you don't have to deal with yet until down the line, yeah. to be honest, because. I just, I was very proactive with this one. She was so, I like vouched for her on that one. Like, he just got in this relationship, and I was like, okay, I already know how this is going. Got to go, I gotta. This is is not going to be good, I already know. Um, But anyway, yeah, sorry, next question. No, it's your turn. Oh, it is? (laughs) Um, Let's see. What would you say is maybe the hardest part about letting go of people that are in your life for a long period of time? That is a very good question. Because <laughs> um, it's all hard. Yeah, Let's very hard. It's never easy. I think that I can think back to at least five people that I've had to like just – I had to get to the point where I was like, they got to be out of my life. I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the hardest parts is because I have so much history. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my exes, we dated for five years. And That's so, time, yeah. yeah, he and I were thick and thick as thieves. Mm-hmm. And we were friends prior. So I had spent so much time with him, his family, and it was just, I had to cut it off. And it was probably one of the hardest things, mostly, 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 <laughs> Because of his family. Because I was close to his sister and I was close to his parents, his grandparents. Oh, the families will kill you. I will I will jump in with that. Families are the... Oh, yeah. That right death. there. I'm sorry. Did we have an answer for the question? Because it should be that families are the <laughs> hardest part 
of letting go of people because I get so close to people's yep. mothers and sisters yep. and whatever. And I'm just like, nope. I I was like, can I keep them? Like, if you and I don't talk anymore, can I keep them? <laughs> Honestly, God, like, I thought my family, like, getting close to their families were hard. My grandmother did not talk to me for, like, a I good really five months. She would not talk to me because I had ended things one of the times my ex and I broke up. Mm-hmm. And my grandma, oh, she was in love with him. Oh. She always used to tell me if she was so much younger, she'd take him from me. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I think it's – I honestly think it's family and history. I think that's the hardest part yeah. of separating from that friendship or relationship. Like, my closest friend, we used to watch wrestling all the time together. Mm-hmm. Hardest thing because every time I watch something that I want to text her instantly about, mm. I can't Yeah. because we don't talk anymore. Right. And it's just – unfortunately that's what it has to be but yeah i family and history those are the hardest things to let go and it's like that little thing that reminds you of that person and you're like man what if we were still friends now yeah what if i saw them again like how would i react yeah i just i feel like that's i mean it's hard especially like you said if you have a history with someone like like i said my guy friend that i was friends with since we were 10 that one was probably the biggest heartbreak of my life. And that wasn't even a relationship. That was just a really good friendship. Mm -hmm. And that's hard because that was someone that was there for every important part of my life. Mm -hmm. Like when I got my driver's license, we went to prom together. Like, you know, we went to sock cup or skate night. If you guys know what those things are, they're like little activities in fifth grade that you go to like little events. We went to all of these things together and that that's heartbreaking Mm -hmm. that. And I will, stand by this you have you follow me on twitter so you know yep. i say this all the time queen queen friendships will break your heart more yep. than any relationship oh, you'll yeah. ever be in oh yeah totally i 100% agree with that only because i think i can count out of all those five times they were all friendships yeah. minus the one relationship but those friendships cut you to the mm-mm. it's just i just feel like you you it's not that you don't trust the people in your relationship. I'm not saying that you guys should obviously trust the person you're in a relationship with, but there's a different type of trust with mm-hmm. friends. It's almost like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. You've accepted it. You love it. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's going to call me out mm-hmm. when I need to be called out. Like, so you expect this, this closeness mm-hmm. with them. And so when they're all of a sudden just gone, Especially if it's because they get in a relationship. Let's talk oh. about how many times that's happened. So many Girls times. and guys. Like, they get in relationships and it's like, oh, I, I don't even know who, who you are. are. Yeah. You want to know what stabs even harder is when you're the one that gets them together. Yeah. Two of my, oh, that's rough. Two of my friends, I was legit close to both of them on different spectrums. Mm-hmm. Got them together. Forced the crap out of that. And <laughs> they got together and then it was like I never existed again. Yeah. And it, if anything, that stung like a bee. It was because I had such a close relationship, especially because one of them was helping me with my grief, mm-hmm. you know? And they just walk out of your life. I 100% agree with you. Friendships are stab-worthy. I mean, I you you think about it, too. Like, how many times people say on all the, the platforms we talked about a little bit last time, like TikTok and stuff. Yeah. You know, I can't tell you how many times someone's gone on there and has been like, well... It's crazy to me that someone that I talk to every day 
or almost every day that we are close. Families are close. We are close. Mm -hmm. Our friends got to know each other. We got to know each other's friends. And then the next day they're just gone. Like you're strangers. Like as if however long that period was is just gone Mm -hmm. and you don't even know where it went, why it went. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of left with this brokenness, which is kind of where I come with my next question, which kind of leads into what we were talking about before we even started. We were talking about like how we're going to guide this. Yes. Um, Closure. Do you feel like you, do you feel like you've gotten closure for a lot of the ones that you have gotten hurt by? Yeah. I could say a a good chunk of them. I have closure. The two that I do not have closure would be one of my best friends since middle school and then my ex. I still, to this day, ask any of my friends, I'm like, what happened? Like, yes, we were horrible at the end. But, you know, some people will tell me, my best friend Dwayne will tell me that I self-sabotage. Yeah. Like, the instant things started going good, I was, like, quick to say, no, 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 can't do this, can't do this. But I still want to know what happened. Like, I can speculate till I'm blue in the face. But I don't know what happened. Right. And then, so bouncing off of that, we're probably going to now say what we were talking about before. And I do agree with this. There's this girl on TikTok. I don't know her name. I'd have to look. I think it's like Lara, but like L-A-R-A-A-A or something. Like she has all these A's in it. But she is queen. If you guys don't follow her, you need to. Um, Just a really, I feel like, wise person, especially for her age. I think she's only like 24 or something. I don't even know. Go ahead. But she went on and she was talking about closure and I agree with it. So again, write in if you guys agree with it or not. It says that there's really no closure Mm -hmm. you can technically get that is going to satisfy you to the point where you can move on officially. Mm -hmm. Because think about it this way. If it's a guy and you go to meet up with this guy to get closure and you're like, what happened between us? And he tells you, say he's nice about it too. Say he says, well, you know, I just don't think we we mesh well together. Tell me you're not going to go home and be like, well, what does that mean we don't mesh well together? So, like, like, analyze everything. Yeah, and then you're just, I'm going to tell you, there's no answer you're going to get that's going to tell mm-hmm. you or that's going to make you feel fulfilled again. The only person that can do that is you. And, like, that's how I feel about my situation is that when I made the decision that it was time to kind of let go of this mm-hmm. um friendship relation I don't even know how to I feel like it was like a like (laughs) I feel like relationship but like I feel like relationship as itself can either mean a romantic relationship or a friendship that isn't like yeah you know so I feel like it's a I can't even combine the two words because they are already combined so it's like a friendish Whatever relationship. The point is, is <laughs> what we're so lost at this point. We're like we're so overboard. Um, no, I just I that's what I had to do, and you know this. My family knows this. I had to do a lot of, I would say, more reflection on in myself because mm-hmm. I had to start asking myself why I did let a lot of things slide in this friendship mm-hmm. that I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Because anyone who knows me is, I'm a pretty strong person if something's wrong I'm telling you I'm gonna be real like we uh, you're the first person when I'm feeling like my weakest point I'd rather go to you who can like like snap out of it (laughs) yeah like boost me up and tell me I get my stuff together so I can get it together I'm a strong person you know but yeah you're very strong but for some reason with this person I 
I will say I did always feel weak in that sense. And that makes me sad to say it like that because that really does hurt who I am as a person. Sorry, mom, you did raise a strong woman, but that that was for some reason, even mm-hmm. she knows this, it was like I felt weak in that situation. It's like I would not call out anything that was going wrong. I wouldn't call out when I was being mistreated or taken for granted or any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is, the whole point of all of it is that, yeah, we need to start getting closure but understanding the closure is for you. Yeah. It's not for the other person. No. Like you, it's not going to benefit either of the two of you to meet up and rehash everything from however many months ago and be like, well, this is why I didn't like you then. This is why I don't <laughs> like you now. Like you have the self closure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's it. Healing is for you. And that's the same thing with forgiveness. If you're going to forgive someone, you might as well be doing it by yourself and like, in your room and for me like you know we've talked about i'm a christian so for me i'm like you might as well do it by yourself Mm -hmm. on your knees praying to god and saying okay this is what we got to do god i need to rebuild this heart of mine yeah because i let it crack too many times i think the closure i personally needed Mm -hmm. was more so in the friendships that i lost Mm -hmm. it's my relationships, I kind of, you can kind of figure out. Oh, friendships completely. Oh, yeah. So my friendships are very important to me. And it's like those friendships that they're there for the most important points. Right. Like the friend that I haven't had closure with. She and I stopped being friends. But she was also one of the people that were there for me when my cousin passed away. Or when I was in a car accident. Or when I was having issues at prom. Like, mm-hmm. she, that person was there. So, yeah. I feel like history and closure, it's hard to always coexist. Because your history is going to demand that closure. Your history is going to want that closure. Because they're going to wonder that part of you that was holding on to the history. You're asking, well, why were you there when this happened? Like, every time you think of that moment. better yet, why weren't you there when this happened? Yeah. Because, I mean, this can move us into the next question. Because I recently have been with my other close friend from high school who's Mm -hmm. going through a little bit of a rough time right now. And her and I pretty much sat there and she said straight out, like, she's like, Meg, life is not a fairy tale. Life is not what we thought it was going to be. Like, Mm -hmm. what happened? So, like, how do you feel about that statement that, like, without it being a negative thing? Honest to God, like, I think of Once Upon a Time. It sounds really bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, like, it's not your classic fairy tale, you know? You're – the people you think are supposed to be the most influential people, the good guys – you've watched Once Upon a Time – the good guys (laughs) – are turning into the bad guys. Peter Pan in Once Upon a Time is a bad guy where you think he's a good guy, you know? But I feel like that's really defining in real life anyway. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we, I think we expect it to be life. When we're kids, oh, yeah. we expect it to be very black and white. Mm-hmm. And w- the older you get, you realize there's a lot more gray there's area in so life many. Yeah. than you expect to be. And to be honest, it's not like we're happy about it. No. Um, I don't know if, like, a lot of people that listen have seen Halloween Town. Do you remember that movie? Yes. Okay, so in the second Halloween Town, they go back to Halloween Town, and it's, like, all black and – it's all gray. Like, everything that's happening. But it's, I would say this is kind of the movie 
where she starts kind of discovering herself in the gray area. Mm -hmm. So if you think of the symbolism of all of that, she's growing up and Mm -hmm. she's starting to see life Mm -hmm. is not just black and white. It's not just good and bad, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of gray area. Oh, yeah. But in relation to relationships and friendships and having to let go. You have to kind of like, it's like you have to come to terms with the fact that what you thought was good can be bad mm-hmm. and what you thought was bad can be good. Like, let's be real. Your first relationship, you're like, I will never move on from this. The dramatic <laughs> teenager laying on the floor. <coughs> oh. <laughs> was that you? Was that your <laughs> insinuating my dad, that was me on the floor? <laughs> my dad could probably attest to me being on the floor a few times with the sappiest music on saying my life is over. Dramatic. Yes. But Same like, life. If you think about it, it's that moment when you realize that your first relationship's over. Mm-hmm. Your first real relationship, because let's not go back to kindergarten when we were dating for like a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but your first relationship's over, and you're laying there, and you, what you thought was good is now bad. Yeah. And you have to come to that realization really quick. You have to be like, hey, well, I can either go down this path and be miserable, mm-hmm. or I can, like you said, forgive and move on. And accept that this is not good or bad. It's just now it's indifferent. Yeah. And also, you know, with the relationships and everything, just playing on this whole fairy tale thing. I mean, I romanticize a lot of my life. I You can ask anyone in yes. my friend group, yes. my parents. Mm-hmm. They all say I always used to be like my life is like a lifetime movie and all this stuff. So I will say this. I will say I lost that, especially with this Mm -hmm. last friendship that I let go of. I lost that because I did expect the person I ended up with to be the best guy friend that it was just going to work out because that's how every movie has told me. You know, it's the person that you're going to look up one day and be like, dang, you've been here all along. Mm -hmm. But that's not real life. Like that's not – and I'm not trying to say it cynically. I'm just saying – that, that isn't real life. Yeah. What we do have to do, romanticize your life. Enjoy your life. Enjoy all of the little moments that yeah. do make you feel like you're in a movie, like when you're dancing with your best friend in the living room or you're crying uh. on the couch. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Or you're crying on the couch or you're carpool karaoke and your lungs out in the car. Like, romanticize those parts about your life. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to... Your relationship. Your relationship, your friendships, like know that people aren't perfect mm-hmm. and know that things are not always going to end up the way that your favorite romantic comedy ended up. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It's still going to end up so good, but it's your story now. It's not someone who wrote your story. It's your story now. So I don't even think I can times- top her now. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Megan has like the best, like the more you guys listen, you'll understand what I have to live with. Not even live with, be around. She, I was like, you're making me sound like you got to put up. No, <laughs> she honestly, I, she will say like the best thing. Oh, sorry, no. She will say the <laughs> best thing, and then you have to come up with something afterwards. You're just like, yeah, no, I quit. No, yeah, no, I feel like we no. off really well. I, it's a compliment, but no, I get what you're saying because like I romanticize mine and my exes from high school, my ex from high school, because I believe because my parents were high school sweethearts, my uncles and aunts. All no, most of them had been together since high school. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's a good chunk that you know just got together recently. But like, they were my inspiration. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I was like, okay, yes, I have a high school sweetheart. Yes, I'm gonna be just like my mom and dad. Like that's it. Yes, I'm good, set, match, great. 
And then I started seeing the toxicity of our relationship. And it's because I so wanted it to be romanticized, like my parents, that I was like, oh, it's okay. I can deal with it. I can deal with it. But you have to get out of that. You do. Like, and it's not saying that every high school relationship will end like that and you have to, like, break out of it. Like you said, you can romanticize some parts, but you shouldn't romanticize all of them. Yeah. Well, I just think that you should see the romantic parts and the beauty and the beast. In <laughs> you should see the beauty in the sad parts of life because mm-hmm. I feel like I could. I'm gonna tell you right now, like this friendship that I've been talking about this whole time that like I had to let go of. I feel like so many great things came out of letting go of that, and that yes. wasn't because this person is a bad person or anything like that. It was because for me, in order for me to actually be mm-hmm. be back to who I was before I met them, which was someone who believed in like you know the way people treat others like like they don't take advantage of people Mm -hmm. you know and people have similar hearts as you and that's how you surround yourself with people like that that I needed to get back to that and that was the only way I was going to be able to do that and so I wanted to see that yes, this was such a sad point in my life. Like mm-hmm. I think I called you like the next day. Oh, I was so and I proud. Felt broken, but I felt broken, and I hate to even use that word, but I did. But this is again, I love Once Upon a Time, so I'm quoting <laughs> it. But Captain Hook once told Emma, mm-hmm. "If your heart is broken, that means it can be fixed, and like it can that. be put back together, and you can allow." The way I've described it is, you allow light back in. You know, oh, I, like that I a know, lot. right? Once upon a time, guys. But like, no, but honestly, <laughs> she's like PSA for the show. <laughs> no, I love that show, even though it's off. But like, I had to get to that same point. Yeah. Um, the relationship I was in for five years, it was very hard because I did everything with him. When my grandpa passed away, he was there. Um, when I was dealing with my grandpa's passing, he was there. So. I had to let my heart break for basically when he and I broke up, my heart crumbled. Yeah. But then on top of that was the weight of having to grieve by myself. Yeah. You know, it was not an easy method, but then I watched once upon a time and it made complete sense. If your heart is broken, it's, you can fix it. It's like anything that breaks. You can fix it. Super glue, Super tape, you know, yeah. you can fix broken things. You can't fix um, a cold heart, right? Because if you if it's cold, it can't warm up sometimes mm-hmm. because you're so hurt by what something happened. So, like you said, closure. Sometimes the closure is the glue. Yeah. Not even for that person, but for yourself, the glue in your heart is what makes it easier for other people to let in. Like for me, I don't trust very well with friends. Like everyone thinks I'm very social, but I'm really not. But I let people like Megan in where I don't have the same best friend since I was in third grade. That's the only person that's consistently been, that's the only person I've consistently let into my, my life, my heart. So when I let people like Megan in, um, Mind you, we met on my birthday, and we never said we never separated after that. But like, it allows for good things to come back, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
It's just something that some of us have to realize. Because, yes, there's going to be a point, like one of the answers in the uh, poll. Yes, good time to get uh, Yeah, it was like, is there any advice you would give someone who's going through a bad breakup or whatever? They're like, accept that it's over, but do it on your own time. Like, do it for you. Don't let anyone else surround you and tell you, hey, you need to hurry up and move on. Because it's like losing a piece of you. you. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I think closure – I know we we dilly around that one. But, like, you know, closure is such a big topic. And it's not even just for relationships, breakups. It's also for when you – I mean, it's a different level when you lose someone, which is another thing we'll talk about later on. But, it's like, closure can be a good thing, but it has to be for you. It yeah. can't be for other people. And the, you can't expect other people to give you that closure and think they're going to be, they're going to be like best friends again with you. Well, I just, I feel like that we're all always looking for whoever it is that we felt hurt us. We're always, again, romanticizing. We're wanting them to run back to us, knock on our door and say, I'm sorry for what I said. I'm sorry for what I did. I was in the wrong. I'm taking accountability. But the thing is, is that the only person's accountability you're responsible for is your own. Oh yeah. So if you choose to be accountable for your own actions, you choose to live a life of actually treating people right. Then that's coming back to you. I wholeheartedly believe in law of attraction and whatever you're putting out in the universe is coming back to you. So if you are a good person and you're good to people, yeah, you're still going to get hurt because you can't control the other people around you. But you're going to be surrounded by so much more love than you even expect. And sometimes it takes taking those, not necessarily toxic, but it it takes taking those other people that don't see the world like that Mm -hmm. out of your life in order for you to be surrounded only by people that believe that. And that's what we are trying to say is that find people that have the same heart as you and you will never be disappointed. And I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm talking about friendships. Find people that put in the same effort as you find people that appreciate your effort and just know that like they're out there. Mm-hmm. Even if you're, it takes you till you're 26, 27 years old to find them. Yep. You're going to find them. And it's something that I've always, I've been very blessed with my mom and dad because they're very open with the conversations we have. Mm -hmm. And when I have, like, when me and my ex broke up, like, I was very devastated. Like, again, five years is a very long time. And my mom said – or my dad said the best thing. And he's like, but you can't – what you can't control and you can't change, Mm -hmm. don't let it get to you. Yeah. Because, yes, you were hurt, but at the end of the day – can you control that? Yeah. Can you control that person for doing that? No. So take the heaviness off your heart and put it somewhere else. This is important because it's a conversation that you don't want to have to keep having. You just don't want to beat a dead horse. Yes. Like, that's the best way to put it. Don't don't keep kicking yourself about a past mistake or you know, should I have said this? Maybe that would have made them stay. Or should I have done that? Maybe that would have made them want me or choose me or whatever. And the thing is, is that the right person, you're not even going to be an option. You're going to be the priority choice. Mm-hmm. So, which leads into the yes. poll question. This is a great segue. Um, so the question was, if one question was, if you could hit the redo button, 
my bad friendship or relationship, would you? And if you would, how would you do it differently? I'm going to have Megan answer first. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> and then I'll answer, and then we'll read one or two of the answers. Okay, if you'd push a redo button. Well, see, this is hard because I read the answers, but I the answers are like my answers, so... It's okay. I, okay. Well, I agree with whoever wrote this answer, so shout out to whoever you are because um, it's anonymous, right? Yeah. Okay, so whoever wrote this, I completely agree with you. I think we just think this is the same. If we're not already friends, we should be friends. Message me. Um, <laughs> or follow us on Instagram. Or follow us on Instagram. Um, so I don't ever believe in regrets, and I don't believe on taking things back because I do wholeheartedly believe that everything happens for a reason. There are times that I'm yelling at God and wondering what did I do to deserve this and things like that. But I'm going to tell you, everything really does happen for a reason. Everything is a plan. And the good, the bad, and the ugly are all going to bring you the best story of your life. And you just don't even realize that it's happening until you're in it. So... I would not put a redo button on any of those friendships or relationships, like, 100%. I don't even think I would waver on that answer. Okay, so I am kind of in the middle. I would on certain parts, but not for the same reason that some people might think. And it's not to, like, do it again and, like, fix things. It's more to go back and learn from it. So I would do okay, – So would you say maybe you would go back and, sh and redo watch how it. you grieved it? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I probably would. I think my past, like, I've only had to, like, grieve, like, hard on, like, those five, those five moments, mm -hmm. those five people. And I think what cut me the most is how I grieved for my ex. And it was mainly because we had been friends for so long that I just couldn't understand how we couldn't be friends again. Yeah, because it was working so well for the other two. Mm -hmm. I was like, why can't this work for this one? Mm -hmm. But I would hit the redo button only to watch and tell myself now that I did the right thing. Yeah, I the relationship wasn't going to improve me. But the, you know, the the thing with that answer though, that's not something you have to redo. That's something you can do now. Yeah, no, I think. But for me, I would want to like. I don't remember a lot of it, so I want to go press the redo button just so I can go backwards. You want to you watch the, the video of your life. Yeah, just real quick. The VHS tape of our life. Back to our 90s kids debates. <laughs> I'm, so true. So one answer that stuck out to me was to that question, um, I think it's important not to dwell too much on the past. Oftentimes you neglect what is currently happening in the present. But if I had to choose, I think I would hit the redo button. The one thing I would do differently is not to bottle up my feelings like I did. Mm. I would l have liked to have kept in contact with my friend and work things out uh, out more amicably in a safe environment where both of us could have had a more meaningful conversation about how about any hard feelings towards one another. Things most likely would have been different if one of us decided to be the bigger person. I like that only because. Yes, they do, They understand to not dwell on the past, mm -hmm. but they wanted to fix the friendship in a very small, minute way. To go back I could, and I could say that that would not change my answer, but alter it a little mm -hmm. in the sense that, yeah, I do wish that I had been stronger in certain situations. And I know 
I know my mom's going to listen to this. <laughs> I know my mom, every time we would talk about this person, she would always tell me like, well, what are you waiting for? Why don't you just tell him that that's not okay? And just tell him like, you expect more out of a friend. Mm -hmm. And I still to this day, honestly, don't know why. Maybe I'll never know why. But I do, I would say that I wish maybe I had been a little stronger in those moments. Because mm -hmm. really what was, everybody, I used to, I think I used to throw out the reasoning. I used to say timing's everything. Yes. That's yes, you such have. a cop out. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, you guys don't even know, but I'm getting heated right now. That's such a cop out. If anyone tells you timing is everything. It's not time for them. I was like, it's just never going to be a time for them. So yeah. just don't, oh, I'm going to get mad. Go to the next one. Okay. <laughs> so another one that stuck out to us, it was, um, where is it? Okay. So although I wish I have never talked to this person, she did give me some fun experience. So no, um, but I'd keep the friend at a distance or leave the friendship sooner than I did. Which oh, is a different man. way of looking at it, like how you just looked at it. Yeah. I think I would have done the same for like like three friendships. I probably would have left a lot sooner than I should have. Yeah. Like than I did. I completely agree. Megan's like, yes, yes, Completely yes. agree. I think I just said that to my mom last night. <laughs> okay, I'll let you read the second question. Okay. Second question is, do you have any tips for others that helped you through the end of a relationship slash friendship? Do you want to say one? Do you want you me to just read one. them? Yeah. Okay. Pick one. Let's just read them. Hold on. I want to see. I'm looking through them because even though I have read them, I don't want it to be something I would say. I would want I want to get a, some a different perspective. Um, oh, this one I feel like we all need. These are both good. You can okay. Do both. Okay, I'll do both. The first one is um, always put yourself first. Your sanity and mental health is far more important, and everything does get better with time. Fire. I cried Fire. when I read that one. I don't know who did it. I will not – I would love for you to message me and tell me you did it because I need to just hug up on you because I totally agree with that. I – I'm just going to say I agree. I don't even, like, have too much else to say about that um, because the it second It said it all. One, it said it all. It was very to the point. Um, this one I really like. Oh, I feel like I'm going to cry reading this one. Okay. Do you want me to read it? No, it's okay. okay. <laughs> it says, it doesn't matter how long you have known that person or been in that relationship. People are meant to come into your life, and they are also meant to leave as well. They were probably just meant to be in that specific time in your life. Now, the reason I really like that one is because um, when I was going through the beginning of this, mm -hmm. I said to you, I said, I feel like in life we're passing through rooms and mm -hmm. some people unfortunately need to stay left behind in the room mm -hmm. prior to the one that you're moving in, moving towards. Um, and I think just with everything changing in my life with this new job, I'm going to be moving to LA. Let's not talk about that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not ready for that. Um, but it is a lot of new things changing. Um, and so I definitely do. You can hear me shaking yeah. my voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it, it, I feel like, yeah, I do feel, just feel like that is sad because I feel like when, even though that is a harsh reality, um, there's people that I did see making it to my very last room. And so that does make me very sad to think about. 
but I think that this person really did put it so eloquently saying it that way that um, they are only meant to be for that certain time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they say everything in your life is a lesson or a blessing. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe they're both. So I feel like this is helping me with my closure. Um, This is a good closure moment. I, like, wholeheartedly believe that this person is a blessing now in my life. Again, message me. Yeah, so whoever we can you are. Hugs. Fire. Man. Yeah. I think that one speaks a volume to the fact that, I mean, I, if anyone knows me who's listening, knows I love books. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Same. you can go through a book and read chapters. And sometimes in that chapter, a character is no longer in it. Yeah. And you want to look back and see all the chapters where you had that person in it. But then you realize it's better to go forward rather than backward. And you almost realize that the book gets even better. It's so much better at the When like, characters the have to make their exit. Mm-hmm. And then you also see the development of the main character. And you see how much better that person was later on in the chapters. I think is right. I completely agree. I, yeah, I think this, I think I got a lot of closure just talking about this. I know. <laughs> talking things out loud. That's the whole reason we started this, yes. though, is we said, we said we're said we talking about all this stuff anyway. Let's see if anyone else needs to hear it. I'm going to be real. Like, it was a great moment when both of us had an aha moment, and we're like, oh, my God. This is just the easiest thing we could do is have a podcast because just we talk. just <laughs> sit there and talk anyway. And these topics come up on our drives to L.A., Vegas. Like, this to- these topics are close to both of our hearts and as silly as some of them are as serious as the other ones are as fun as ones are it's it really genuinely comes from both of our hearts yeah like every single thing you will hear from this everything you hear is real like we're not making this up just so that you guys can hear some interesting story to happen like these are things we're actually going through and we're just kind of hoping we're not alone in it yeah it's very therapeutic and I know when I listen to podcasts that's one thing that really gets me is how therapeutic it seems to be for the person talking as well as the person listening and this is something we both talked about how we want other people to get out of it is knowing that you're not alone yeah and you can go through all this you can if you're listening you follow one of us Mm. or you follow our instagram page mm-hmm. um you're not alone you can talk to one of us even if it's silly or hopefully this just got you talking to the people around mm-hmm. you like or i don't know maybe having a conversation with someone maybe before it was too late for a friendship to end you know, oh, yeah. maybe you guys are getting to be proactive about it um you know if there's younger listeners listening because i know my sister's listening and a couple of her friends are they're in, they just graduated high school so i mean maybe this is like uh, people like it's almost like people coming from the future to tell you this is what can happen if you let things go too far sometimes mm-hmm. so like I know down the line we're talking we'll talk about like grief and stuff and this this is kind of closure for like people who I know I'm a, I'm not antisocial but I <laughs> don't do well very well in social I don't do well conversing with some people right. and so listening to podcasts they let me have a moment to be like okay they get me. Yeah. Okay, I can move on from this. I can get through this, you know. But, you know, you get from whatever you get from this. Yeah. And we're both very thankful. So I feel like 
we were going to end this the way that we did last time, which was kind of like a wrap up question. Yes. But I feel like instead, like, let's do what's like one statement okay. of how you would say that this entire thing, this whole talk mm -hmm. has helped you with your own closure. Okay, I'll start. <laughs> um, one broad statement, it gave me relief to understand that other people get it. Yeah. Like they, I'm going to be real, some of the advice that we got from mm -hmm. the questionnaire, um, I'm going to take to heart because... Yeah, you guys are really running the podcast yeah. at this point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like each week, I I love, re both of us love reading your responses. So that's why it's yeah. very important if you reach out and talk to us yeah it helps us in the long run like it's not even just helping us get through the pot not through the podcast but like getting us through um conversations it helps us personally because like some of these made me the last one especially yeah made me realize like i can get on from this this chapter's over right and i can move on finally yeah. to a different chapter you know yeah but yeah that's probably what i've gotten from this yeah. And like I would say like mine's going to segue into the quote that Brittany has picked out to end the podcast with. My favorite quote. Um, so I, I think just in line with her mentioning chapters in life and us talking about moving to different rooms, I would say this whole talk has just really helped with knowing that, you know, your story is written by you. It's not written by anyone else. And I hope you know that you really do have control over everything that's happening in your life. Don't let someone from the outside dictate where you're going to end up or who you're going to be. Okay. So you want to... Yeah, this is my favorite quote. Okay. And I wholeheartedly believe this. And it's not even just because I love books, but it's my favorite quote. Okay, right, so it. it's life is like a book. Some chapters are sad. Some are happy and some are exciting. You never know until you turn the page. You will never know what the next chapter has in store for you. Ah, uh, touches the heart really good. But I love that because that right there is, I think, the best way to end it. Because mm -hmm. it's letting you guys know, if you're, especially if you're in that point where you're still um, figuring out how you're grieving with losing a friendship or a relationship... It's so not over. Mm -mm. There's like the best is yet to come. Cause yep. think about it. Why do we keep reading books or why do we keep watching the movie till the very end? It's because the ending is so the better. best part. It's so much better. So just like, just keep pushing and just keep knowing like you guys, everything gets better. Mm -hmm. The right people are going to be around you. Remember, you don't need everyone to love you. You just need good, a good amount of people on one hand. And that's, you're find solid. Your, you're golden. Find yourself a Megan. <laughs> or a Brittany. <laughs> I'm going to be real. I got through a lot of this stuff because I have a Megan. So find yourself a Megan or a Brittany or someone that, well, she's my yin to my yang with the comfort, Always. but you know. Got you, girl. But we <laughs> both appreciate your listening. Absolutely. We can't wait until the third episode comes out. Oh, God. We don't know which topic we're going to do yet we did ask for your guys's opinions you gave a lot of options so we're going to look through them yep. and then we'll put a little snippet trailer out for you guys um but again, you'll, yeah. you'll also get a survey um surveys yes. will normally come out on mondays and you will have until the day we podcast or we record mm. to have an answer so 
can't wait to listen. Yeah. Can't wait to hear. Can't wait to hear so yeah. that you can listen. Yeah. So we will see you guys soon. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.